thanks for joining us on That's What We Said um, podcast. Uh, we kind of took a bit of hiatus here and came, uh, we did one episode in January, but with COVID, kind of been a little behind. But I'm super excited to start my recordings again. And today we're here with an amazing guest, um, Tatiana Jimenez. And she has her own podcast called Breaking Bread with Brilliant Babes. Welcome, Tatiana. Thanks, Porvi. I'm so excited to be here. I've also been on a podcast hiatus, so it's nice to be back. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this this shelter in place is not always so great with that. Um, You know, actually, it can be great because we're kind of forced to listen to and and record podcasts. I see a lot of people, a lot of recordings right now. Right. I've I've been noticing that as well. But um, yeah, it definitely has its pros and cons, you know, shelter in place, um, which we're going to talk about. But of course, COVID-19 has only cons, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, For sure. But it's it's been pretty it's it's amazing just to be living through this time and thinking about, you know, the history of um of diseases and um, epidemics and, you know, and now we're living through something that people are going to study um, and it's, it's just bonkers. So everyone write in your diaries about your day-to-day lives. That's it true. It might be in a history book. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's true. Um, this is definitely going to go down in history. It seems like it's going to be one of the worst ones because I don't force right. any vaccinations or anything for a few years. I don't think life will be back to normal for at least a year, year and a half. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to change a lot. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess we're here today to talk about uh, you're gonna... kind of how we're adapting, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, there's, she, yeah, you pretty much nailed the topic. Uh, our topic's going to be about pros and cons of shelter in place and our lives right now. Um, so do you want to start off with some of the pros that we've shelter in place has helped us with? Yeah. Um, well, I think first of all, I want to say that I'm grateful to live in a space with multiple rooms mm-hmm. and I have a roommate, so I'm, I'm really grateful. And I, I only moved into my place a year ago um, and I was living by myself in a studio apartment. So if I was still living in that situation, I think it would be a lot more difficult um, because I have friends who live by themselves and they're FaceTiming me all the time, which is totally okay. Shout out to Caitlin. But but I'm so grateful to be living with someone that I like to hang out with. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, it could be bad. You can have like a terrible roommate and be stuck. I have friends who are like stuck with terrible roommates and they're like, oh my God, I really wish that like they would go home or go somewhere so I can have the place to myself. Yeah. It could totally be worse. No, I, it's it's great, and I and I do. So I live alone. I have my own place, um, and um, it's it can be very lonely. And mm. I, you know, I keep myself very busy. But there there is that you know added you know factor to having somebody around, talking to someone that's physically there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I guess some of the other pros are you know kind of like getting things done around the house because I can't go out so I'm like "Mm, I guess I could clean out my three drawers of tote bags and (laughs) yeah um but also I've been um I started gardening last year when I moved into this place so this is my second like spring summer 
uh, garden and I feel like I, lo I know a lot more. And luckily like the um, uh, flower craft down on Bayshore is where I buy a lot of my stuff and that's still open because um, it's an essential business. So I was able to pick up some soil. So that's been nice. Um, and then I bought uh, a keyboard piano. So I've been learning how to play keyboard mm -hmm. using this app called Simply Piano. So I practiced for like two and a half hours yesterday and I could play wow. Jingle Bells now. That's awesome. <laughs> you're doing like great with your quality time here. Like you're, yeah, you're like learning a lot of stuff, which is, which is actually amazing because I think we don't, in a normal day-to-day -day hustle and bustle of our lives, we don't have this abundance of time to yeah. do all these things that we wanted to. And from what I read, like we're leaving better like uh, footprints out, like for not being outside for nature purposes. Like I think we're doing a, a justice to our environment, but just by not driving and not polluting the air more. Right, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so um, one of the things that I've seen happen um, with the shelter in places, I've seen a lot of, I'll say, quality time with, you know, friends and families. And, you know, every time I speak to my family, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, our kids are learning to bake and they're learning, you know, all these new things that they want on a normal basis because everybody's so busy, especially children who go to school then they, you know, come home or they have after school activities and they come mm -hmm. home, they have homework, they have dinner, they go to bed and you really don't spend any time with your children if you think about it. And so, I mean, I know parents who are pulling their hair out too and they're like, holy yes. crap, school has to start. Yeah, yeah. I feel for them. <laughs> Being stuck in one place can't be easy with like ch screaming children, especially if you have young children and they're screaming all over the place. Like, I'll hear my siblings, their kids are pretty young and they're just like all day nonstop screaming and yelling. And this is, they might be having fun, but it's constant noise that you're not used to on a daily basis, right? Mm -hmm. So um, so there are some pros and cons to quality time, but I'm gonna say it's a pro because you won't get this time back with your children, yes. right? Yeah, I think especially for parents who, you know, who either like have their kids in daycare or yes, like working parents who don't get to spend this much time with their kids. I think it's, it's probably nice to just, you know, learn new things about your kids mm -hmm. or just, I don't know, watch them develop a little more closely. Um, yeah. So, no, that's, yeah. it's true. Cause my brother and his wife are both doctors, so they have a very full schedule and I recall my niece once saying, like, you know, we don't get to spend much time with our parents as much as we like. We never see them. And she was, I think, four at the time. And I think this, I think this, you know, shelter in place situation, the, both the family, like the parents and the children are both growing together because they're going to see the quality in their parents, like the quality time. And they're going to remember this for the rest of their life, you know, mm -hmm. and the parents will get to see because I feel like. I feel like nowadays we're so busy with like making sure we make money and bring put food on the table and all the important stuff has kind of taken a side, you know, step a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, which is all that quality time. Right. But yeah. I, I don't I'm not married with children or anything, but I find that I'm having a lot of deep conversations with friends. Um, I, I do a lot of phone calls, just like you said, with you and um, Caitlin been FaceTime. <laughs> Um, you've been FaceTiming a lot more, but I've been doing that too. And, you know, generally 
um, we go to bars and clubs and, you know, here and there, and we're always out and about, and you don't really get to learn a person's true self. You learn the high levels of a person, like the higher level of a person, but the deeper core of a person comes in deep conversations that we don't have time anymore before before shelter in place. We didn't have time for and or we didn't make time for. Right. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of forcing us to and I'm enjoying it because there's so many things about my friends like like um, we've been doing a lot of Zoom calls and stuff that, you know, we've been playing a lot of game nights every Saturday. Yeah game night in reality that would never happen right? yeah exactly yeah just uh friday night i also i did a, a virtual game night with some friends and um i saw people i haven't seen in years who live in like japan or idaho and it's like oh. under normal circumstances we probably wouldn't have put that game night together mm -hmm. uh the virtual game night together so mm -hmm. um but then again, I would love to travel to see them, and I can't do that. So. I know. But then if you did travel to see them, you'd be sightseeing, and you wouldn't be really spending quality, quality time True. with those people, right? You'd just be kind of, I mean, you would, but it would be different kind of quality yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, no, that's awesome. Also, let's see, what else? Um, what else? I've been saving a lot of money because... Mm -hmm. <laughs> I haven't, I, I was like, holy shit, I haven't had a credit card bill this little since college. <laughs> I was like, poor in college. <laughs> any money. Um, but like, you know, I find like when you live in a city, um, you're always going out, you're going to bars, you're drinking, you're, you're going to brunch, you're having dinners, you're going shopping just to keep yourself busy or keep yourself, you know, like sometimes I'll go to the mall with a friend just to hang out with the friend and then I'll end up spending like a hundred bucks right mm -hmm. so now I mean you can do an online shopping but like where the hell am I gonna wear any yeah of exactly it's kind of depressing to shop for work clothes <laughs> right now <laughs> or like going out outfits yeah I my um my old manager she went she went shopping and she's like uh shopping for work and it was pajamas <laughs> and I feel like brands are aware of that because mm -hmm. all of the ads I've been seeing on Instagram are for those like really cute pajamas like the silk pajamas or like stay at home dresses huh. things like that yeah yeah, yeah. that's kind of funny it is funny it's actually the new norm and that's kind of silly too like oh my god is this the new norm but I think this is this is good and bad there's you know staying at home all day isn't the best but it's not the worst right mm -hmm. So, right. Some of the some of the negatives that I've seen with shelter in place, besides the staying at home and going stir crazy, is when it first started, I was so anxious. I just didn't know what was going on because I didn't go outside of my house for at least three weeks. Like literally, I didn't even go for a walk. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because I was just like, I don't want to get it because I I live by myself. So I'm like, well, what if like cause my family is a little you know, not not the closest, and I was like, well, what if um. I get sick, who's gonna take care of me, right? Mm -hmm. And that actually happened to a friend of mine. She thought she tested positive for, uh, for coronavirus. And she was by herself, her family was in the East Coast. And we were like, oh shit, who's gonna take care of you? Like, I mean, we'll take her to the hospital and stuff, but it's better when you have family around too, right? Mm -hmm. Although they can't see you anymore, but. <clears throat> right. But it, um, 
I was getting a lot of anxiety and um, and then with anxiety, I was drinking more wine because I don't drink as many people know, but I thought, okay, maybe wine will help me like bring the anxiety down. And it did, but I would just be so sleepy. I would just pass out and I wake up and I'm like, shit, I feel like crap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I don't know. What are your, some of your cons that you heard? Definitely similar with like the mental health stuff. Like for me, there have been times and some of my friends have said the same thing. Like, you know, you just kind of want to nap all the time. And like, I don't, it's weird because overall I, I feel like mentally I feel fine, but then I, there's like pockets of, you know, I'll take like a 20 minute nap after I go for a run. And then I wake up and I'm like, I can just keep napping because I have nothing to do. Like, why am I going to wake up? So are you napping out of boredom then maybe? I think so. Yeah. And, and I think that a symptom of just kind of not knowing what's like, what's the, what the future uh, looks like and like when this is going to be over. Mm -hmm. Um, Also definitely in the beginning, I was um, anxious. Like Mm -hmm. when this all happened, I remember I was um, in SoCal. So I was in SoCal the weekend before um, shelter in place happened and I remembered um, just like wanting to get back because I felt like anytime I was out in public, like I was at risk of like catching something. Yeah. And I was like, I just want to get into my house, <laughs> just be with my things. Yeah. Um, but also it like overall, it felt I felt pretty fine. Like in the beginning, I was like preparing myself for a lot of indoor time. So like I wrote that I have this list pasted up on my closet door of like movies to watch, books to read, um, things to organize in the house, um, things like projects I want to accomplish just so that if I get to a place where I'm like, I don't know what to do, like I could just look at that list and remember that these are things I wanted to do. So overall, like mentally I felt fine, but then um, like two weeks into shelter in place, I I got vertigo. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically for me, that's like, when I like turn a certain way and then I get dizzy. So like, um, it's kind of like inner ear, there's like a inner ear particle, um, that's like throwing things off balance. So I think the medical term is labyrinthitis, but (laughs) (laughs) I've had it before. I had it like 10 years ago and then I had it for two weeks back in December when at work we did like a rebrand, uh, and it was like the biggest project of my career. So I was like really, really stressed. Um, but yeah, overall I felt fine. And then all of a sudden I got vertigo and I was like, my body is telling me I'm not fine. Mm. Um, so like I've been trying to sleep as much as I can, like at night, like just get like really good sleep. And then also just like trying to like run cause I run a lot. So I'm like, what are things I can do that are like healthy that can maybe try to help. And but then I've also, fun, do you feel, feel dizzy? Normally? No, but it's like, if I'm laying, if I'm like stretching on the ground and I lay down and then like sit up, I get dizzy. But that's just normal. Cause you're just getting, that's like maybe the blood flowing. I get dizzy too, but does it help the vertigo just to run? I don't know. I, I've never. No, there's like, there's some vertigo exercises you can do where you like sit on the ground and then you fall back really fast and then you turn your head to the side that makes you dizzy. So in my case, it's like to the left. Yeah. And then there's like some other exercises you could do that it's almost like um, tabletop in yoga, like almost like a cat cow, but then you like put your head down and then you like turn it to the left. So I've been just trying to do that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's just like being flared up. 
yeah, stress manifests itself in like weird ways. I know it does. Uh, it manifests in me to eat a lot more. Oh, well, my my biggest fear is putting on jeans when <laughs> shelter in place lifts. Because I swear to God, I'm gonna be so depressed and my jeans don't fit <laughs> anymore. I've just been like in my workout clothes or my night clothes. I have not put my jeans on. Yeah. So I was like, shit, maybe I should buy a lot of dresses that are like over, you know, like a little bigger so that I don't yeah. feel bad. But yeah, <laughs> I get such a vicious cycle that, um, you know, I, and I found a lot of people have been like cooking and they're becoming, yes. you know, self-acclaimed um, chefs because they're like, well, we have nothing else to do. Let's cook this and let's cook that. Yeah. I love watching all the food trends on Instagram. Like it was Dalgona coffee and then it was sourdough bread. <laughs> I know. I mean, people are just, I mean, that's great. I think people are uh, finding these new inner, just like you have your piano playing, like they're finding these in inner interests that they're actually trying to, you know, bring to life now where you wouldn't on a day-to-day -day hustle bustle. Um, but yeah, no, like for me, my my routine is eat, sleep, work, eat, sleep, work. Because, you know, food makes me sleepy. So then I'm like, oh, shit, I'm so tired. Let me take a 20-minute nap. <laughs> and it's just like, it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a weight gain situation. I think everybody's gaining a little bit of weight. But yeah. I, it's good that you're running. I mean, I try to go, I try to go for a run. But the allergies are killing me outside right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, it's also really hard to run. So like I, my roommate and I both run and uh, we, we run separately, but um, she is really good about like waking up really early to go for a run at like seven, seven thirty on the weekends. Uh, whereas I'm more of like an eight, eight thirty <laughs> starter. Oh. Um, but it, I'm, I'm learning very quickly that, you know, because of shelter in place, people want to get outside and walk around with their families and stuff. And so um, I've, I've, found uh routes that are less populated um so because I do I run with a mask but sometimes I need to like take it off and like you know kind of get more air yeah <laughs> I, I can't I can't I don't know how you guys run with masks I just think that it's really difficult to run and breathe it is I mean you like you like acclimate to it after a while and also like your mask gets so sweaty <laughs> it's, you don't realize like how like I mean, I think we're like, what, 70% water or is that the planet? I might be confusing our bodies for the planet. <laughs> we <laughs> are plants. <laughs> we're very moist beings, so yeah. it's pretty gross. <laughs> I never really thought about it that way, but yeah, you're right. I guess when you sweat, like it's going to get your mask really wet. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that can't, that's, that's no fun at all. Yeah. How, how about dating in shelter in place? How are you, how are I, I've heard it. I've even gone through a lot of stuff, but how, how have you been doing with dating? Yeah. So that's definitely both a pro and a con on my list. <laughs> I know. I do. I do. Tell me some stories. What's going on? Oh my gosh. So yeah, it's been really interesting. I think um, it never, so I've been online dating off and on since like 2008 in the time of like, okay, Cupid when that was cool. Um, I don't think, I don't think it's cool anymore. It might be. <laughs> I, I think they all go through their own little phases yeah but um yeah never before like there I'm not a big phone person so but there have been times in my recent dating history where like someone wants to have a phone call mm -hmm. before we go out but that 
actually that's not even recent that hasn't happened really since like 2012 yeah yeah (laughs) no yeah no I I'm you know the thing is I used to love being on the phone but now when a guy says oh let's talk I'm like oh I don't want to yeah I'm busy (laughs) can you just text me instead (laughs) and I'm awful like anyone will tell you I am the worst text texter in the world oh no yeah, I am so, so this is my, that is my dating, like, I, I, not a great texter, I don't like to talk on the phone, so, you know, those are my issues. <laughs> so you're an in-person only kind of gal. I've become an in-person only, but there is value, I feel, in talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. I do think it does bring a different uh, aspect to a relationship. You kind of like, okay, this is what they sound like, they sound pretty fun, so... I think I'll have fun. So your expectation kind of goes, you you know, you kind of know your expectation. But when you're like meeting up with the person for the first time, you either have high expectations or low, but it's just kind of like awkward. But if you mm-hmm. want to talk to the person ahead of time, you're like, okay, I already talked to him. So I know them a little bit. It's not brand new, right? Yeah. Their voice and stuff. It can also backfire if you like heard their voice and you're like, oh shit, I'm going on a date with them tomorrow and I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but but you were saying about uh, about your dating situation. Yeah, so um, so yeah, so I was I was um, kind of chatting with like a couple people, and it just kind of like I knew that obviously like I couldn't leave to go on a date. So I'm like, how is this gonna work? Like I've been talking to this guy, and he was like, oh, do you want to video chat Mm -hmm. soon? Um, And I was like, yeah, that sounds good. And actually, like. Right before that happened, um, I knew a friend of mine um, did, like, a video chat date with someone. So it, like, made me feel brave. (laughs) I was like, if they could do it, I guess I could do it. Um, And, yeah, the chat with that guy, I was nervous. And also, like, when we started video chatting, he put, like, a record on in the background. I don't know if he was, like, trying to be cool or impress me, but, like, I couldn't hear him very well. But I was just going with the flow because I was like, this guy. Um, so we actually talked for a whole hour um, uh-huh. and it was fun. Um, but like neither of us really reached out okay. after because I think it was just one of those things where like, yeah, we can like have a conversation, but maybe we're just like not into each other. Yeah. Um, and then I was talking to this other guy um, and he and I also video chatted and we only video chatted for like 17 minutes oh shit and so when that was done I was like oh no like and I remember I came out um and my roommate was cooking and I was like um I'm done with my date already and she was like oh my god really and I was like does that mean that he doesn't like me (laughs) did you like him yeah and it was funny because um right after that he had texted me with just like some like compliments and I was like oh okay he does like me (laughs) so maybe they're not a phone person exactly yeah so that's it's just kind of funny how you know you would think that the hour-long conversation would like Mm -hmm. go somewhere whereas the 17 minute one wouldn't but it was the opposite and then yeah 17 minute phone guy (laughs) and (laughs) I ended up going on a park date Oh, nice. Um, like a social distanced park date. Um, and we just kind of like walked around my neighborhood. And it was 
it was really nice, but at the same time, like really hard because it's so difficult to gauge body language and like flirt when you can't get close to somebody. Mm-hmm. So it almost felt awkward. Like I was 15 year old Tatiana again on a date, like a first date where I'm like, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> That's true. You're like, oh, put them in my pocket. Where do I, what do I do? You're so yeah, funny. Yeah. And then we like can't hug. Yeah. At all. So it's just like, cool, bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's true. Yeah. And what did you guys end up doing? Uh, yeah, we, we just, yeah. I think we, we did like a foot tap because oh, that was safe. Cool. <laughs> or like an elbow tap, like, yeah, bump elbows. Yeah. Or something. Um, but, um Did it go further than that? Did you guys set up another date? We've been talking since. So, um, yeah, it went well. Um, But it's... Maybe the foot tap sparked some kind of, like, romance. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think the thing that I'm being forced to learn from this Mm -hmm. is that I need to use my words, (laughs) which I'm not good at. Um, I'm pretty, like, reserved. And um, so, yeah, I have to be more... Um, outgoing in a sense yeah no that's no that's I mean those are things that we're learning about each other uh, about ourselves even though we used to do that before cell phones and computers like I used to call my boyfriend or a guy on like a pay phone that was like 10 cents to be I mean I had a kind of relationship that's why I had to like go to pay phones but like these are just these are things that we used to do that we have forgotten to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I recently went through the same situation, like, you know, it's online dating. And it was so funny because when, when Shelter in Place happened, there was a bunch of people reaching out because they're like, okay, well, now we're kind of bored. Let's just reach out and, and talk on, you know, um, yeah. texting and stuff. But then what happens is your text, there's a couple things that happen. And I'll tell you my experience. But a couple things that happen is, you're texting, 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 or, or FaceTiming, and then you come to a point where, like, shit, we're another month in shelter in place, so when am I actually going to get to see this guy, right? Yeah. And now that parks and all those social hangings, um, hangout places are closed, you know, you can't even go do a, a, a social distance hike or anything like that. Right. Yeah, or you have to be creative, like me. My local yeah. park is open. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and I, I guess I can meet up with these guys, but I think there's also this huge fear of, like, is it worth the risk? Mm, I don't know mm-hmm. where they've been. They don't know where I've – even though I've been home, you don't yeah. know where you can transmit things from each other. And and with, with coronavirus out there, we still don't know how and when and where we can get it. I mean, we have mm. – some people say, oh, if you're six feet apart, you, can, you can't get it. But what if, like, something else happens and you get it, right? So it's just a – yeah. are you willing to take that risk? Right. True. So I actually started, ta- I was supposed to meet up with this guy uh, before, you know, shelter in place hit. And that Friday, it, when we started having lockdown and we're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't meet up, you know, let's just talk on the phone. So started talking on the phone and we hit it off really well. Like we're talking for hours on the phone for weeks. We're FaceTiming, we're talking, talking, talking. And then um, we get to a point where we're like, okay, now we've been talking for almost a month. Like, do we see each other or do we continue talking, right? Or we let it go, right? Mm-hmm. What else can you do? 
So I think like what we ended up doing is we did decide to meet up because we had both quarantined for about a month and things were great. I think everything was great. But then you get to a point where you're like, you want to continue dating other people and you're spending all your quarantine time with this other person. Do you, what do you do? Do you continue dating other people or do you put everything on stop and just start dating this person? But then when COVID lifts, what if you want to go on dates with other people, but you've put all your effort during like the last three, four months in this one person, yeah. you become boyfriend, girlfriend, like it becomes so awkward because mm-hmm. you like each other and you're like, okay, well, when shelter in place lifts, do I want to continue talking to this person or do I want to continue dating other people? Or is this, you know, like it's such an awkward time and everybody's not even themselves. Like, you know, like I can't go to the bar or go, you know, they can't see the true you either. Your daily, like your daily interactions with other people right. stuff like that so if you're spending like all the shelter and time uh, shelter in place time with one person then you have to think about I think like what I had to go through is I, I was like okay well where what happens now like mm-hmm. if, if shelter in place lifts in three months and I put all this effort and then he's like oh well I kind of still want to see what else is out there I'm gonna die inside <laughs> You know, it's going to be an emotional crush for me. And then also in the back of our heads throughout that whole time, it's going to be 50-50, one foot out the door. It's not going to be a true uh, relationship because you're like, well, we spent all this time together and we had so much fun. And now that shelter in place is um, over and we go back to our normal life, what if I don't like you as much anymore? What if, you know, like that's, yeah, that reminds me a lot of two shows that I love. One, everyone was obviously into Love is Blind. Yes. Like after they get engaged and then they go on vacation in Mexico and then they learned what their partner is really like. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Like it might be like that. But also this reminds me of 90 Day Fiance, which I'm also obsessed with, which is about like long distance relationships and like people who are building these relationships over like video chat or text. And then they like, see each other for the first time and either it it works or it doesn't Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's fascinating (laughs) actually like when I was talking to this guy um I had just we both watched uh love is blind and I really felt with the situation that love was blind because even though like we hadn't seen each other we were enjoying each other's company through texting or not through phone conversations and through Uh, video chat because we were learning the depth of each other right it wasn't so high level it wasn't like okay I'll meet you for an hour for dinner or drinks and then you go back to your world and then you forget to text and whatever this was like true honest communication on a daily basis that we used to be able to do before all the other distractions Mm -hmm. so I do feel like there is something in shelter in place to date because I do feel like you would build better bonds with somebody that is um, somebody you're dating. Um, but I think there's also that like what happens later when mm-hmm. shelter in place lifts? Are we going to continue, you know, exploring our relationship or are you going to want to go date other girls or guys or are we just going to, you know, fall apart because we haven't seen each other outside of this situation? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll see. But (laughs) all of this also makes me think of like, um, I'm, I'm really into the Victorian era. And I really want someone to like, write me a love letter. (laughs) 
I do too. I I'm not a best <laughs> writer, but like I, you know, I, I am old school. Like I like flowers and wine and well, not really wine, flowers. <laughs> you like wine right now. <laughs> I like wine right now. Yes. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I think love letters would be great. I don't think anybody writes love letters anymore. No, I don't think I've I've received a, a letter from a dude since college, mm -hmm. just because I was like sort of dating a writer, <laughs> so it made sense. <laughs> I mean, is texting considered love letters now? Maybe love poems, very short ones. <laughs> I, don't know. Uh, I mean, I miss you. Is that equivalent to a huge, long, like, way of saying? I mean, I spent a lot of time in thrift stores and vintage shops and postcards from, like, the turn of the century sometimes literally have one sentence, and that's it. Like, I'm on my way back. That's it. Oh, <laughs> that's all the postcards. That is says. the replacement of texting, then. Okay. Yeah. But I, I do feel like when people put their feelings on a letter it's worth more than any text or any phone conversation you can really have because it's mm -hmm. a true emotion that they're putting right now right yeah and I think as human beings like we're kind of fearful of expressing ourselves a lot more nowadays like I don't know like I'm not very expressive when it comes to uh you know, when I like someone, I'm not because they're used to, there's so many games, right? They're like, oh, if yeah. you're expressive, then you like them too much. If you're not really enough expressive, then they don't know if you like them. Like, holy shit, there's just way too many games. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, I, I can't get my brain around it. Um, yeah. And so I think with love letters and things like that, there's no games. You just know that they like you and then that's it. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> We have to use our words. That's our, that's a lesson for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Use your word. I don't know. You know, I don't know how life will be when we get back into, you know, reality of things. Like, will we stop using our words again? Or yeah. should we be using or, our words? Or is everyone going to be maybe more in tune with each other and more empathetic? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, know. I, was, I was talking to this other guy, and he just kept wanting to FaceTime me all the time. And I was like, man, I don't have time for FaceTime. I'll call you. <laughs> well, the first thing is I look like a horrendous mess because I have makeup on in, like, three months. <laughs> or like, I know. I did I did eyeliner today for yeah. this call, even though this is a podcast. <laughs> I know. I put lipstick on and a little bit of blush, and I was like, uh, I guess I'll just feel better if I have my face put together. I don't know. There you go. Yeah. And it's all about how we feel, but, um, yes. yeah, no, I, uh, I know I don't, I, I mean, I guess FaceTiming is good and it does force me to put my face back on, like, you know, with, with guys, but I think yesterday FaceTime with a guy, I just didn't care. I looked like I was atrocious looking. <laughs> <laughs> I keep, I keep joking. Well, when I wake up in the morning, <laughs> I have this like weird 70s hair that happens and I look like um the serial killer Eileen Warnos. <laughs> so I'm like that's like my natural hair. Oh my so, god. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. yeah. I need I need to be uh prepared for FaceTime. <laughs> yes. yes. But, I mean there's definitely I do feel talking on the phone with a guy and FaceTiming and having you're forced to talk about yourself and, mm -hmm. you know, and, and the deeper and deeper roots of what you bring to the table. 
I think that needs to really continue happening. And I hope that doesn't stop when shelter in place lifts because I notice like when I go out on dates and stuff, I'm very high level. I'm like, yeah, I work here and I do this and I do that. But it's never like, who is the true pervy? Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. Like it it can, it most of the time feels like a job interview Mm -hmm. or because I'm also a podcast host. I just end up asking them lots of questions and then like waiting for them to ask me a question. (laughs) Don't you want to know something about me? Yeah, I know. I think like when I was talking to this one guy, uh, all he talked about was politics and he never once, oh, actually he asked all about my previous job because he was in finance he has his own company or something and he wanted to understand because I guess he does mergers and acquisitions and he wanted to understand all this thing all these ins and outs of my company and I was like uh I don't know if you think I'm in like a different scenario here but you're on a date like you didn't even ask one thing about me except where I worked and everything about that company so to see if you can like do some kind of merger acquisition with it it's like yeah. Annoying. Yeah. That like, happened to me once. Uh, I did speed dating like eight years ago. And I remember one of the guys I speed dated with found out I was a, like a graphic designer and he gave me his business card because he wanted to hire me for his agency. Oh. And I was like, no, this is a terrible story. Even if I were to work for your agency, I don't want to say it's because we went on a speed date. That's so creepy. <laughs> That is hilarious. But you know, that's so funny because speed dating is actually happening a lot online right now. Did you know that? Did you know that? I did not know that. Every single dating app has a happy hour every day of speed dating. What? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So I actually participated in one because my friend, I was on the phone with my friend. He's like, oh, I got to get on this like speed dating thing. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I think it was for a league. Oh, Okay. And I'm like, how does it work? And he's like, what happens is you both, you sign in and then it looks at your profile and it goes through this, like, it tries to find a person that's available online that kind of matches your profile. And then you'll both be FaceTiming together at the same time. So you can see his face and he can see your face within the app. Mm. And then you have three minutes to talk to each other. And if you want to continue conversating with that person, you go into a private room and ask, do you want to go in a private room or do you want to move on to the next person? So you put like an X or a heart based on your your three minutes of conversation. And I was like, okay, I think these apps are still really trying to get people to connect. Um, I, I haven't speed dated since I was 23 years old. And that's a long time ago. Let me tell you guys, it's a long time ago. Um, <laughs> but you know what I learned? I learned a lot about people. And I think I go into it like, not like, oh, is he my next guy? It's more like, what can I learn from each of these people? Because there's so, everybody has so much to bring to the table, like knowledge wise. So I think that was the most intriguing part. But to find someone that I be with wasn't going to. Yeah. So, I mean, those are the great things. The other thing is like, I don't have to worry about grooming anything for the next. Until I have to go back to <laughs> yeah, how is European Wax Center doing? <laughs> I don't, I, you know what happened? This is this is gonna be TMI for you guys, but I I don't I you know like I just usually like shave everything or wax everything, and so I decided like to buy this waxing kit, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna try to wax at home. No. Yeah. How'd it go? I don't know. I haven't gotten it. I get oh it on Tuesday. So I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to, but you know, I also bought numbing cream with it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to numb myself and then I'm going (laughs) to wax. I don't need to, but I think it's for more for me than anything else because I just, I don't like hair. 
And I don't have very much hair, but I just, you know, I just don't want it. So, um, but, like, I think all the guys that are, their hairs are, like, afros right now, that they go get their hair cut every, like, other week. I think they're all, like, learning how to be barbers at home. Yeah. And even the wives or the girlfriends of these guys are like, okay, let's let's see what I can do for you here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the good thing is, like, you don't, you know, we don't really have to groom. Like, I haven't done my eyebrows in forever, so that's yeah. Yeah. My boss um, gets his hair cut, like, every two weeks, and his husband cut his hair, mm-hmm. and he did an amazing job, and he was like, why have I been spending money all this time <laughs> getting my hair cut when my husband can do it for me? Yeah. <laughs> You know, sometimes these cuts are like 80 bucks, 60, 70, mm-hmm. 80 bucks for guys. Like one of my friends that I was talking to, he was like telling me his haircut is like $80. I'm like, you have no hair. Yeah, that's crazy. Like you should go to like a $10 like super cut situation. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, hopefully like shelter in place will lift soon. Our lives will go back to normal. But I'm hoping that we do, you know, keep value of the good things that came out of here. Like the quality time, the quality you know, uh, speaking with each other and FaceTiming with each other and the friendships that grew within this time. I hope that we can continue that and continue like talking to each other at a deeper level than just always being out and about and, you know, getting busy in our regular day to day hustle and bustle. But if anything can come out of this, I'm hoping that that's one thing that comes out of it. Me too. Yeah. And also just like, friends and family checking in with each other, mm-hmm. um, you know, because I know, like, I've been doing a lot of that. Friends have doing been doing that with me. And, you know, when we go back to our normal lives, like, that doesn't happen as much. Um, so that has been really nice yeah. just to, like, feel that, like, community from afar. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's – we have to make time for each other, I think, is the biggest thing, is making time for each other and not just, like, getting sucked up into our running around and, you know, making excuses like, oh, I'll call them tomorrow. I'm just going to make dinner and call them tonight. You just call whoever you need to call and yeah. FaceTime whoever you need to FaceTime and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, keep those relationships going. Well, this was so fun. Thanks for talking to me today. Yeah, thank you. This was I great. Did. Yeah, it's fun. It's always fun talking on like, um, and you have your great podcast. I'm, you know, looking forward to um, listening more to. Thanks. So maybe hopefully <laughs> I'll start yours up again. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Awesome. Well, it's yeah. great chatting with you. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Bye.